0: If you would, turn with me to Matthew chapter 14, starting at verse 22. As a read, the Bible says, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he miss, dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. If You will pray with me. Father, thank you for this day. Lord, I pray that you're with us uh, and just teach us all that you have for us today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I am a talker. I love to talk. I talk probably too much, right. But I am a specialized trash talker. Yeah, yeah, I remember growing up, I wasn't really good at sports. And I remember my brother pulled me to the side one day, he said, look, Kale, um, you're not really good at sports, but you're a great trash talker, so we're going to stick with that. So I was like, cool, fine, sure. I mean, He's wrong. I'm great at sports. You know who I am. I'm money, whatever. I'm great at sports. I don't care what he says. But I will take the trash talking title, right? So, as a trash talker, we know the one-on-one, the rule, the number one rule of trash talking is you never ever put yourself in a situation where you have to back up your trash talking. For example, Hey, Kel, let me shoot some hoops, man. I know you talking all that smack the other day, bro. What's up? Let's play. What up? Nah, no, man, I can't. I can't today, bro. I got these church clothes on, man. I go to church. Got shoes on. Wands bought me some shoes, man. Come on, man. I can't play today, right? Or when like, so, Hey, Cal, come on, man. We're gonna we're gonna go down to to the street, man. We're gonna throw the football around. You always talk about how you like got Randy Moss skills, bro. Come on, man. Oh, guys, you know I can't, man. Uh, I gotta get a root canal. My doctor told me that I can't be up for more than four to six hours. Come on, man! Like I go home, I go to sleep, bro. Come on, man. Or they say, "Come on, K. I heard you can dunk, man. Yeah, you so tall, bro. You always talk about how you can dunk, guys. I would, man. But uh, <clears throat> I gotta go catch Pokemon, bro. I gotta be the Pokemon master, bro. You know me, man. Come on, huh? pokey Okay. But as a trash talker, you always have a list of excuses, right? And I never never once have been caught in a situation where I had to back up my trash talking. But that day came. It was j haw Beach Retreat. Oh, man. It was j haw Beach Retreat. And I remember like it was yesterday. It was a Wednesday. And I go down. It's like 20 minutes before free time. I go down to headquarters. And I walk in, say hey to my team, because I love my team. Hey, guys, what's up, man? See you on the well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, just being me. Um, and I see in a corner over here, Michael is like talking to someone. I don't know what they're talking about. I can't really, I don't really care. I just see him over there and I'm like, okay. I'm close enough to hear him talking. I don't know what he's talking about. They can be talking about anything. Salvations, baptisms, Charizards, what, huh? Pokemon, there we go again. Anyway, they can be doing all that. I don't, I don't care. So I hear him say something, then I say, shut up, Michael. You ain't about that life out of nowhere. Just like straight blindsided Michael. Just get him, right? And so Michael stops talking. Like he gets a serious face and he looks at me and he's like, who are you talking to? Just like that. And I'm like, oh, yes, I got him. I'm like, come on over. I got him. I got him. I'm just gonna stirred the pot. Yeah, yeah. So as a guy, guys, you know when someone says something like that to you, you have to respond even more, you know. So I'm like, I'm talking to you, Michael, what's up? You ain't about to do nothing. What's up? I'm like, bro, what's up? Like, I'm just walking around and stuff. Guys, no lie. Michael has this move he does, okay. I'm not making this stuff up. It is serious, real life. Ask Michael after this if this is real, okay. He does this move when he gets upset, okay. I'm, I'm going to try to do it. I keep laughing until I do it. He does this move right here. <sighs> like, he looks around like a hobby oh, wilder He just... Oh, so he does that, right? He does that in the moment. When he does that, guys, it is serious. It is go time. This is not a drill. Michael's mad. He's about to beat you up. You better get out of the way. Like, it's go time, right? Right? So I'm like, oh, I am winning right now, right? I am me, Kale. I'm winning. This is a trash talker's dream, right? I'm in headquarters. There's kitchen stuff, there's table counters, there's people around. There's no way that I am going to be able to back up my talk. I'm, oh, man, oh, I'm getting him. So he does that, he does his move, and he's like, you know what? That's it, you, me, today, on the beach, let's go. And he walks out all oh, mad. And I'm like, yeah, I won, I don't care. Bye, Michael, <laughs> bye. You know, no care in the world. I just won. As a trash talker, guys, I just won. So he walks out, and I walk out. I go to my condo, give him a flip-flops. I don't really know why I put on flip-flops, but I did anyway. And I go to the beach because I remembered that the Silver Spurs, Aiden and Ethan and Lulu are playing for the dodgeball championship this day, right? So I go down there, and, you know, I'm, like, watching the guys play. Like, it is awesome. Like, they're crushing it. I'm like, yeah. But to my right, I see someone staring at me. Like staring through my soul, right? And I can't really make out who it is. I can't really see him because it's like to the right of my peripheral. You know, I am like, right, right here. You know, what I'm saying? I can't really see who it is. So <laughs> I can't really see who it is. So I'm like, okay, I gotta like unawkwardly try to fix my body to see who it is, right? I did one of these numbers. It's Michael, right? Staring at me. He's mad. He's red. He's like, he has awesome swim trunks on. Like, his shirt is off. He got little croquis and his sunglasses. And he's staring at me mad. And I'm thinking to myself, like, like did I do something? Like, I'm just, I am I, I forgot all about what just happened 20 minutes ago. And he's just looking at me. He's, oh, man. Oh, he's mad. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to go see what's up. You know, I'm going to go down, walk down to him. And he does his move. No lie. I didn't even get close enough. He just... So I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot all about the trash talking I just did 20 minutes ago. All right, so now I'm presented with an opportunity whether uh, I'm either going to talk the talk or I'm going to walk the walk. And (laughs) because I'm Kale and I love the trash talk, I decide I'm going to walk the walk today. I'm going to wrestle Michael right here, right now, and I'm going to crush his soul. I don't care. I don't care what's up. What made things worse, though, picture this. You have me, you have Michael over here. Then you got Ryan Herzog right here, like, just feeding me energy. He's like, come on, Kale, you got this. Let's go. And I'm like, just eating it up. I'm like, ah, let's go. Keep going, Ryan. Like, come on. Yeah. He, like, convinced me that I can beat Michael wrestling. I, Kale Sharp, can beat Michael Head wrestling. That's what Ryan just did to me. He just made me believe that. So I'm like, oh man, like I am, I'm pumped up. I'm ready. Let's go. You know what? I'm not gonna, come on, man, Jesus, let's go. You know, and I'm um, take my stuff off, take my lanyard off, take my phone, the keys out, you know, take my sandals off, because I really hate those things anyway. And I'm ready, right? I'm ready. I look at him and I charge at a full speed. No looking back, let's go. And I'm like yelling random stuff at him, too. I'm like, Jesus loves me. And, oh, Jonah was trapped in a whale. Like, I'm just like going full speed at him, just yelling random battle cry stuff, right? No lie, three seconds later, I was on the ground. No no lie, it was like that quick. He was like, "Bow!" And I'm like, ooh. And what made it even more cooler was that after he dropped me, like quickly, he gets up and Ryan on his back. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. No lie, I'm not making this up. If you don't believe me, ask Michael after this. And that's what we get when, we've been, when we're, working, we're walking in a life of trash talking. When we're doing so much talking and not enough walking, guys, we, we lose. And today we're going to talk about what it looks like to be a talker and not a walker. See right here in verse 25, it says shortly before Jesus went down out to them walking on the lake, when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. Why were they terrified of seeing someone walking on the lake? Let me paint this picture for you. See, back then, the water was a big deal. The water, the sea, any large bodies of water, it was scary because they had no idea exactly what lies in the water. See, back then they didn't have National Geographic or, or Shark Week or, or Finding Nemo or Finding Dory, any of those things. They didn't have any of those things, right? So the only thing they really had was tall tales growing up, like the Odyssey. Right, where you have all these sea monsters and stuff like that in the sea. So they are terrified. They are petrified. And they see someone walking on water. Are you kidding me? They're freaking out. I can imagine being on the boat. Oh, no, what's this? Oh, my gosh. We're going to die. Like, I can just imagine, like, guys, I hate boats. Right? And the further out I get, the more scared I become. I'm like... (laughs) Uh, There's dolphins around here. I don't know, like sharks. I don't know what's going on. And I'm terrified. I just imagine that's how the disciples felt when they saw Jesus walking on water because they had no idea exactly who he was. Comes, Jesus being loving as he is, he sees them and he says, do not be afraid. Take heart. It is I, Jesus. He calms them down. And right here, Peter does something extremely bold. He says, Jesus, if it really is you, let me come out to you. Jesus responds, come. See, right here we have the perfect example of talkers, which were the disciples, and then a walker, which was Peter. Let's talk about the the talkers for a second. See, the disciples also walk with Jesus. They also did a lot of things with Jesus. They ate with him, they slept with him, they talked to him, they laughed, they they did life for three years with Jesus Christ. They've seen so many other miracles. You see, for them, just being on the team was enough. For them, just being able to say like, hey, I rode with Jesus, that's all they really wanted because given the situation to actually walk out on their faith, they didn't. Notice how the Bible says only Peter responded to Jesus. Jesus said, hey, don't be afraid, it's me. And everyone else all of a sudden decided that they're not going to say anything at all. Because they're talkers. John, one of the disciples, who in his writing called himself the one that was beloved by Jesus where was he at? Nowhere to be found. Because he was a talker. The rest of the disciples, they were straight up talkers. The only thing they wanted to do was to just say that they're Christians. And just like the disciples, guys, we're like that. Guys, we get in ourselves in situations where the only thing we want to do is just talk. The only thing that we, we do is say, yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, man. Yeah. I go to church. I tithe guys, that's not enough. And if you think that's enough, then you're, no, you're wrong. It's not enough. Because when times come for you to actually walk out on your faith, you're stuck on the boat like the disciples. Being comfortable and being safe. Guys, I don't know why in the world we think that we can do ministry and actually walk in Jesus' light and be comfortable and safe. Those two words literally have nothing to do with how Jesus operated. Jesus was walking on water. That's not safe at all. Jesus is the same man who came into the temple and he started flipping chairs. That's not safe or comfortable at all. So why in the world did the disciples think that it was okay for them to be comfortable and to be safe? Why, Christians, do we believe that it's okay just to be safe, just to be comfortable? So many times God has given us situations to actually walk out on our faith. And instead of of witnessing to that person, instead of actually talking to someone and praying with them, we run away from those situations. And that makes us extremely huge talkers. Oh, just talking, you're just talking, you're just talking. What really bothers me as a Christian is when I ask people, hey, man, what makes you a Christian? I'm just curious, honestly, to see what they're going to say to me. And the only thing they can really utter back to me is that I go to church or I go to live or I went to Beach Retreat. You spend a week at Beach Retreat being poured into, worshiping Jesus. And yet when you come home, you're not doing any walking. Guys, you're hurting the body of Christ when you do that. We live in a world now. All these things are going on. All these heartbreaking things. And the world is looking towards us as Christians for answers. You guys, myself, the disciples, we think it's okay just to be like, well, I'm a Christian. I'm safe. It's going to be okay. Okay. But you guys, you aren't doing anything in those moments. Because of that, guys, you are hurting the body of Christ. On the other side of that, you have Peter. Peter's the one man out of the whole entire Bible you can honestly label as a trash talker. Peter said some really (laughs) wild stuff. There's a situation in Mark 4 where they're on the boat and it's storming. And Jesus is asleep on the boat. The boy Peter, the trash talker, comes up to Jesus and says, hey, hey, are you not kidding? We're about to die. Can you get up, please? Says that to Jesus Christ. Peter. The same man who told Jesus, I, I will not deny you three times. this same guy. The same guy. He was the only one brave enough, strong enough in order to respond back to Jesus. And how does he respond to him? The Bible says, says, Lord, if it's you, verse 28, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus responds, simply come. It's simple. You have the opportunity to to do walking and guess what Peter does? He steps out of the boat. The same boat where there sea creatures in there, their fray is storming, he has no idea what's going on. He's just focused on Jesus and he does something that no one else in the Bible besides Jesus Christ himself does. He walks on water. He doesn't take little steps, but he walks on water. Do you see what it looks like when we decide to stop being talkers and become walkers? Peter, my gosh, he created, he did something amazing. He walked on water. Because in that moment, Peter stopped being a talker. Stop being a person on the team. Stop being everything else that everyone said he was. And he responded to the opportunity to do real ministry. And he walked out on his faith. Honestly, I can can relate to that a lot. See, my senior year at Liberty University, I was a pre-law major headed into the world of law. Because that's what I decided that I was going to do with my life. In doing that, it got to the point where God gave me an opportunity to take an internship for three months. I had no idea what this internship would lead me to. I had no family in Texas. I still don't have family in Texas. Well, I do, but I don't. It was scary. I was Seriously afraid. See, Texas was my water. And being around friends and family was my boat. And I was so afraid to walk out on faith and get out of that boat. To let God use me for something greater. And guys, when I decided to get out of that boat... And I decided to go down to Texas and intern. It turned into this beautiful thing what I do. Now I have the greatest job on earth to hang out with you guys. And none of that would have happened if I'd have been like the disciples and continued to be a talker. It came down to the moment, it came down to the wire, it came down to the hour, the minute, the second, when Jesus says, hey, here's your opportunity. To step out on faith. Here is your moment. What are you going to do? And I responded, Jesus, you know what? I'm tired of being a talker. I'm tired of always saying that I'm a Christian, but I'm not making any steps towards you. And just like Peter... Through all this confusion and all this chaos, I wasn't focused on any of that. I just focused on Jesus Christ. As he's standing there in my storm, in the water, and he says, come. Just as simple as that. I step out. Look what God has done through me. so many of you in this same situation where God is saying, hey, step out of the boat. Trust me. We can do great things together. I want to give you that opportunity tonight to step out of your boat, whatever it may be, step out on faith so with no one looking around